local scores, and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. Is the band getting back together? Richmond's Jacob Gilliard said via Instagram on Sunday that he's returning for another season of Spider Basketball just four days after the Spiders lost in the NIT quarterfinals to finish their season. He'll return for a fifth year in Richmond's uniform. Just 28 steals shy of breaking the NCAA Division I all-time record of 385. Four other Spiders will have the same decision to make. Jake joins Bob this morning at 9.30 as part of the Sports Huddle exclusively on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Opening day is just three more days away for Major League Baseball. The final weekend of spring training concluded Sunday with the Nationals defeating the Cardinals 11-3 and the Braves falling to the Rays 16-5. We'll have both the Braves and Nationals games for you on Thursday, starting with Atlanta-Philadelphia at 2.30, followed by Washington-New York at 6.30. Golf over the weekend. Billy Horschel defeated Scotty Scheffler Sunday to win the W. GC Dell Technologies Match Play Championship two and one. Sunday's race forced NASCAR to our Sunday's rain rather forcing NASCAR to postpone its Cup Series race on the dirt at Bristol. It'll be made up today as part of a doubleheader with the Truck Series that begins at noon. The Cup event is slated to start at four o'clock. You can watch it on Fox. Mills Godwin and Henrico will make up their postponed football game this evening at seven thirty. Friday night's game was canceled after a Cuyacasin middle school eighth grader was killed just blocks from the school on Friday afternoon forcing a lockdown of the campus in the afternoon. A check for ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be sunny, breezy, and cooler today with highs in the lower 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Weather's brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Allen today, 804-746-5853. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 802. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Uptown Alley Richmond. 38 lanes of bowling, 60 video games, live music, great food, and daily fun for the whole family. Online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Huddle up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. On 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Pulls up the right side to midcourt. Ahead to Reese. He'll take a deep three. Top of the key for the tie. Got it. He hit it. He hit it. He hit it. Alex Reese from the top of the key. Hits the three. We're tied at 65. With 3.2 seconds left. Inbounds pass to Singleton. Singleton is going to dribble it out. And it is over. For the first time since 2008, the UCLA Bruins are in the Elite Eight. The Bruins knocked off Alabama, 88-78 the final score, and UCLA will play on from an 11 seed to among the final eight remaining. UCLA has won it, and the Bruins are back in the round of eight. It was arguably the best game of March Madness over the weekend in the Sweet 16, getting us to the Elite Eight. Westwood won with the call of Alabama and UCLA late yesterday afternoon and into the early evening with the Bruins, the number 11 seed, the first four UCLA Bruins now advancing to the Elite Eight with a stunning victory over second-seeded Alabama. They beat a buzzer beater to win that game. Alabama hitting that three, the Reese three right before the buzzer, perplexing to many of us who were watching that game and texting back and forth, what was Mick Cronin doing? He's a guy who has always said he would foul with a three-point lead in the final seconds, and he didn't in that case, and it came back to burn him at least to the end of regulation. It looked as though UCLA had a couple of players with a shot to foul before midcourt. I know he was worried that they would jack up a three from midcourt and the officials would call it in the act of shooting, give him three shots. I've seen that before, folks. I have seen that before, Uh, but not in this case. They allowed the play to continue, and Alex Reese hits the three that ties the game. And I'm sure many of us thought at that point that Alabama would find a way to survive and the number two seed would advance. That was not to be the case. And number 11, UCLA, continues its magical run into the Elite Eight, where they will meet head-on with Michigan. I saw a great tweet this morning. Said they should just play that game at the Rose Bowl, right? That sounds like a Rose Bowl matchup. The old good old days, Big Ten, Pac-10 in the 
Rose Bowl game, college football, Michigan, UCLA would be kind of cool. But in any event, that is one of the elite games, elite eight games. That's coming up Tuesday. That's the late game, as a matter of fact. That's the 10 o'clock game on Tuesday night. But that was a good one last night. Really, the uh, the major cliffhanger of Sunday for sure, and one of just a few over the weekend, um, quite frankly, that did come down to the final moments of the game. For the most part, there were a lot of double-digit games in the uh, Sweet 16. I guess the Arkansas-Oral Roberts game, that was a really good one. Uh, Oral Roberts' magical run ends in the Sweet 16 as Arkansas won it 72-70. to But all of the others, for the most part, were uh, double-digit games, right? I'm just scrolling through as we welcome you to the Sports Huddle in the Morning Brew uh, brought, uh, on a Monday morning. Uh, Baylor by 11 over Villanova. Uh, Oregon State ended uh, Loyola Chicago's run. Not quite double figures there, but still comfortable 7-8 point win there, 65-58 in that one. Unfortunately for my Cuse, uh, they never could get going offensively. Scored only 46 points. They took Houston took Buddy Bayheim right out of that game, and nobody was able to pick up the slack. Houston won that one, 62-46. to uh, Even the UCLA-Alabama game in overtime ended up a double-figure game. 88-78, UCLA won it. They dominated the overtime session. Give them credit for coming back. That could have been a backbreaker, a game in which you hit the three to get to overtime and you never recover from that. Uh, they certainly recovered from that. Uh, Michigan rolled on Florida State. I was really surprised by that. I uh, thought that would be a lot closer game. Michigan looks really good, 76-58 winning there. USC also winning. I think I saw a note, right? First time ever, UCLA and USC have been together in the Elite Eight. UCLA, of course, all those runs through the NCAA tournament when John Wooden was their coach, probably before we ever even called it Elite Eight and Sweet 16. But in any event, in the final eight, it's the first time ever, UCLA and USC. And, of course, we do have three Pac-12 teams in the round of eight now as well. And then Gonzaga it's Gonzaga and the rest of the field, isn't it, right now? Gonzaga with an 83-65 win over Creighton to advance as well. So there's your Sweet 16 recap from Saturday and Sunday. And now we get to Monday and Tuesday with the round of eight. The Elite Eight games will go through them as we move along. Welcome to the Sports Huddle for a Monday morning. A lot going on out there, particularly in the college basketball world. Bob Black with you here, Mitchell Bradley producing from our ESPN Richmond studios. We thank you for joining us on a Monday morning. we got a busy show coming up. We'll get to that in a few minutes as well, but we'll always take time for calls and texts. Feel free to do so, 804-521-8501. If you'd like to dial us up, 521-8501. Text us, 804 638 9508-638-9508. So, yeah, that was the uh, the best game of the weekend was Alabama and UCLA. And, again, at the end of that game, just really surprising that Mick Cronin and UCLA did not foul. And I was reading some of his comments at the end of that game. You know, first of all, feel really bad for Alabama's Herbert Jones, who's a very good free-throw shooter. Missed those two free throws down the stretch, um, you know, that could have given them a tie or the lead. And then David Singleton hit the two free throws with four seconds left, plus a timeout to give UCLA a three-point lead. Uh, again, just surprised they didn't foul, and it looked like they had a chance um, at midcourt. I guess Quinterly had the ball for Alabama, and it looked like there were a couple of UCLA guys who could have attacked and fouled. Uh, from beyond midcourt and didn't do so. He was able to find Alex Reese, who caught the ball about, what, 28, 30 feet away, and he drained the three-pointer to give Alabama the tie and overtime. And Cronin said after the game, he said, look, I'm a foul guy. Not not that he's a temperamentally a foul guy, meaning he would foul in that scenario, you know, under probably six seconds or so to go in the game on a three-point lead. A lot of coaches will do that. And will foul because you can only so much has to go right for you to still tie the game. You're going to have to make the first free throw first of all. Then you got to miss the second free throw. Then you got to get the rebound, and then you got to make a bucket. And of course, you're doing that while the clock is ticking away on you as well. And Cronin said his big concern was that when we went to foul, they were going to try and attempt a half court shot. The officials were going to call it in the act of shooting, and the free throw shooter was going to get three free throws. Even in that case. 
I think you're okay. I mean, obviously, good free throw shooters will make all three, but in that kind of a game with the pressure on them at that point and as poorly as Alabama had shot at the free throw line, actually, I think I would have even taken my chances with that, that I would have said, you know what? If they're going to make three free throws with a second or two seconds to go, I'm I'm going to be okay with that, and I'm still going to take my chances. So it really did not worked out fine for UCLA, and Mick Cronin knows more basketball than the rest of us, that's for sure, uh, and they did get away with it. But I think even he questioned himself just a little bit there uh, at the end of the game when he was talking after the game. And again, Alabama shot really poorly at the free throw line. I think one way or the other, I'm taking the chance there and would have fouled um, rather than seeing what happened, which was the three-pointer, and then give them credit, give UCLA credit for coming back and winning in the overtime. Alabama was 11 of 25 at the free throw line. Woo, 11 of 25 at the free throw line. They're, they're going to be having nightmares about that. And, again, it doesn't matter if you miss two in the first minute of the game or the last minute of the game. They all count. So I'm sure they were they were all in that together. And uh, the number two seed goes out. But we still have three number ones that are alive and could get to the final four, and they all looked uh, really good. I guess Baylor probably had the most competition along the way, and Villanova was in that game for quite some time, but uh, never really able to catch Baylor. And the Bears win at 62-51. Wow, Gonzaga just continues to dominate. Um, First team, if Elias Sports Bureau is correct, and I'm pretty sure they are, in 60 years, at least 60 years, that they have beaten every team on their schedule by double digits. They have not played a close game yet. You'll wonder what would happen if they ever got into a close game scenario. My guess is they win that one, too, and they will get the number six seed, USC, uh, in the 7-15 game on TBS on Tuesday night. Baylor gets the number three, Arkansas. That game is tonight. That's a CBS game, the late game at... uh, at 9.57, and then you got Michigan-UCLA tomorrow night in the 9.57 game. That's a 1 versus 11. UCLA, the first first four team to get this far since, of course, VCU in 2011 when the Rams made it all the way to the Final Four. The other game tonight on CBS is Oregon State and Houston. Oregon State, the 12 seed and the third Pac-12 school to make it into the Elite Eight. And then Houston with, uh, uh, yeah, the runaway win over Syracuse and really bottled them up defensively. Syracuse just could not get any open looks in that game. So there you go. The Sweet 16 rundown will get you into the Elite Eight. We'll have the games here on ESPN Richmond for you, Uh, the two games tonight and then two more tomorrow night as well in a different kind of NCAA tournament scheduling. That'll get you Monday and Tuesday, and then they'll take the rest of the week off, and we'll be back to normalcy with the Final Four on Saturday and then the National Championship game next Monday All right, there you go. As you would imagine, there is your morning buzz uh, or morning brew for a Monday morning uh, brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hull Street Road. Check their hours Wednesday and Thursday, 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. Uh, Let's see, what do they got on the special this week? This is an interesting one. Fried or smoked chicken wings. Side of hillbilly fries. What are hillbilly fries? They are topped with bacon, cheese, and pork barbecue. Uh-huh. Fried or smoked chicken wings. Side of hillbilly fries. Topped with bacon. Everything tastes better with bacon on it. Cheese and pork barbecue. There you go. That's your morning brew for a Monday morning, the 29th of March. March Madness is winding down. We're almost into April and almost to the final four and almost to the start of the Major League Baseball season as well. All right, let's get you started for a Monday morning. We do have a busy show. Great guest lineup for you this morning. Let's tell you all about it. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) Opening drive brought to you by the Lexus of Richmond. Invitation to Lexus sales event that is ongoing now, as I mentioned, uh, here in the month of March until the end of the month, till March 31st. Coming up on Wednesday, Lexus of Richmond, also our proud sponsor and presenting sponsor of our NCAA tournament coverage, the games you hear from Westwood One, presented by Lexus of Richmond. Invite you to stop by the Lexus dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike, or visit online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. 
All right, busy Monday morning for us on the guest lineup. Russ Huseman will join us at 8.30, Richmond football coach. Spiders continue to roll, 31-17 over Elon Saturday at Robbins Stadium. A little bit of an unexpected rainstorm there as well, but able to play through it. The Spiders jumped to an early lead and forced Elon to play catch-up, and they were never able to do so. And Richmond wins it to improve to 3-0 and setting up a matchup of unbeaten Saturday at high noon at Robin Stadium when number one and unbeaten JMU visits Richmond. The Dukes showed no ill effects of coming back from their COVID pause as they crushed William & Mary Saturday in Williamsburg. Looked very good in doing so. So we'll talk with Russ Huseman at 8.30, get you caught up on Richmond football and FCS spring football and start to preview a little bit the James Madison game. Still very early in the week, obviously. We'll do more of it later in the week when Russ has his coaches show on Thursday behind the web at noon. We'll primarily wrap up the Elon game with him today. In the 9 o'clock hour, Parney's going to join us from the Flying Squirrels, kind of get his take on the uh, governor's updated mandate as far as attendance at outdoor venues and how it will help the Flying Squirrels as they get closer to their May opening day. And, of course, it is Major League Baseball opening week. I'm sure Parney is happy about that. So he'll talk about that when he joins us at 9.15. And then at 9.30, Jacob Gilliard from Richmond Basketball making his I guess expected announcement yesterday. Talk more about that here in just a moment. But Jake's going to join us at 9.30 to talk about the whys of why he's coming back to play for the Spiders. And I know Richmond fans are very happy about that. And from what I saw on Twitter, I loved it, actually. Fans around the Atlantic 10 were actually pretty happy about it because it obviously strengthens the league from top to bottom when these guys return. And uh, I think it was a VCU fan who had tweeted something out about, look forward to seeing you again and booing you again at the Siegel Center. But uh, it was kind of fun to watch as Jacob made that announcement first on Instagram and then on Twitter and then on the Richmond Spiders website yesterday as well. So he's going to join us at 930 to talk a little bit about making that decision and moving forward with his fifth year in a Spider uniform. And then we wrap it up with our exclamation point. Matt Josephs at 945 from Border to Border will give us an update on what he'll be talking about this afternoon and a little bit of a review and recap of his thoughts on the Sweet 16 over the weekend. You can do the same. 521-8501 to call us. 638-9508 on the text line. And we'll get to some of those a little bit later. Let's get to a check of traffic and then we'll come back. Three guys with local ties all made college basketball decisions about where they will be playing next weekend. Kind of in, or next year. Kind of interesting as a matter of fact. And I will detail that for you as we go to the ever popular transfer portal. When we come back on the sports title, 99.5, 1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. This traffic update is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. I-95 northbound traffic tied up with a wreck as you come up onto the downtown expressway. Look for the left lane to be blocked. Backups all the way down through the Bells Road interchange. A crash on Osborne Turnpike north of Burning Tree Road and a stalled vehicle. Brook Road south of I-295. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. It doesn't matter if you walk, skip, bike, jog, skateboard, or pogo stick. When you head outside, take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. All right, as I mentioned before, we went to the traffic update. You know I have been keeping my eye on that transfer portal pretty much every day, even over the weekend. Uh and did so again this weekend, and we had three names um, that actually came to the forefront. I was just looking at the numbers again. We're up to 958. like to start with that. A little over 1,000 all of last year. We're at 958 now of players who have entered their name in the transfer portal. And really, for the first time since I've been looking at it in the last week, there's been some movement of guys who have actually found new homes and where they will play next season. Um, I will start, actually, by going back to Jacob Gilliard for just a moment. Let's remember here that Gilliard did have a couple of options at his disposal. 
well, three, really. One was just to move on with his life. If he was going to try and play professionally, if he was going to try and go overseas, all of that would be number one. Number two, if he was coming back to use that extra year of eligibility that the NCAA has given all college basketball players because of the pandemic. And then number three, that he was going to do it at Richmond. And I actually think that was a foregone conclusion. Uh, I just think he really loves where he is. He loves his head coach. He loves the program that he's in and how comfortable he has become here in Richmond. Remember, he's a Kansas City kid uh, who four years ago didn't know anything about Richmond and now has obviously embraced it and is ingrained in the University of Richmond community without a doubt. Uh, But he did have that option if he wanted to play that extra year He could have gone somewhere else if he had wanted to, and certainly he's talented enough to do so. Double-figure scorer, you know, Richmond's all-time assist and steals leader. He's going to break the NCAA record for steals next season by playing that fifth year. Uh, He's amongst the Spiders' all-time leading scorers with over 1,500 points and three-point shots, all of that. So he could have gone somewhere else. So not only did Jay, and we'll talk with him about this, I said, when he joins us at 930. But not only did he decide to come back, he's coming back to Richmond, which I think was kind of the foregone conclusion part of this. But, hey, you never know. You never know who's ringing your phone and when you get a temptation like that. So, in any event, that's one of the three local guys who did decide to come back. Uh, Now, there are two other local guys uh, who are making moves. And we talked about one of them, if I remember correctly, last week, and that was Greg Parham from, from VMI. Uh, who entered the transfer portal. And again, this is one of those cases where the transfer portal actually works because VMI does not have a grad program. And since he's got that extra year of eligibility and he had a terrific season for VMI, why not play on? And he had narrowed his list to three or four schools. One of them was VCU in that mix. But the one he actually chose was South Alabama, which is Really pretty interesting. Um, They've had some good basketball down there. It's going to be a whole different set of circumstances for them. It will be a fresh start and probably an opportunity to come in and play right away, which is very important when you only got the one year, which he will have. And don't you think he's going to be able to enjoy college life for a year at South Alabama? A great town down there in Mobile, Alabama. Been down there before. Have played South Alabama. I've been down there. It was really nice. Um, so, you know, it's a little different of a choice for him. He decided not to stay local, not to uh, not to come back to his hometown to play at VCU, that he, he wanted to kind of expand his horizons, I think, and, and you know, go somewhere else and get out of the Richmond area. So I, I, I credit him for that. I think that's a, a pretty mature choice on his part. He obviously, you know, played at Monaghan, here from Richmond. He could have come back home, could have played at VCU. I'm sure it would have worked out well for him there as well but decided let's let's get another look at some other part of the country some other college basketball and he's going to south alabama so i thought that one was interesting and then the uh the third one is demonte buckingham who had played the last couple of years at cal state bakersfield uh, after leaving the richmond program and went all the way to the west coast to play his college basketball, and he played two years there at Cal State Bakersfield. was a solid contributor, uh, averaged, I don't know, about seven points, four and a half rebounds a game, came off of the bench some, was a starter some for them, and he's coming back home, not quite all the way back home, but back into the Commonwealth, and he has signed with, or is going to, with Mike Jones at Radford. And I think that's a pretty good fit for him as well. Um, Not to come all the way back to Richmond, Again, experience something outside of your comfort zone, which Buck certainly did for the last couple of years, guess three years really, with the year he sat out to play on the West Coast and now to come back. And Radford is a program that has had several players depart the program that have gone into the transfer portal, and they need some bodies, and that's a pretty good one to get. Uh, I'm just looking at DeMonte's stats from this past year. Played in 26 games, 15 starts. Again, sometimes off the bench, sometimes starter. Um, was one of their leaders in both scoring and rebounding. Minutes played, assists. Had a 20-point game against Pepperdine. Uh, double figures in nine of the games that he played in. Had a double-double in there. So he had a solid Solid couple of years, was a co-captain out there at Cal State Bakersfield. So now he's returning, as I said, pseudo-home to the Commonwealth, not all the way back to Richmond. I think it's interesting that both those guys decided not to come back local to play as they finish up their career. So Buckingham will have the one year at Radford. 
Uh, Greg Parham will have the one year at South Alabama. Jacob Gilliard will have the one year at Richmond. Uh, the Spiders obviously have several more players that still have to make decisions. We'll keep an eye and an ear out for that. Uh, Grant Golden, Nathan Ko. Nick Sherrod, Blake Francis are all in that same category. Interestingly enough, Gilliard and Ko are the two who will be uh, just, if I can say just, fifth-year seniors. That's more the norm, right? Uh, fifth-year seniors are you know fairly commonplace, whether it's uh, basketball or football. The other three would be in their sixth year. And as I said the other day, that's with, with Sean Robertson on Friday, as a matter of fact, and I think kind of a light bulb went off for him as well that hey this will be six years for golden for francis for Sherrod. so we'll wait and see what all those guys decide to do all right there's your college basketball talk for the morning we will get to the college football talk coming up next russ useman spiders head football coach on the heels of their third straight win of the spring knocking off elon 31 17 at robin stadium saturday the spiders head football coach joins us next on the sports Hub. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We're all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bonaire Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out BonaireShell.com, loaded with coupons, specials, and more to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least $0.05 cents per gallon on every fill-up. Learn more at FuelRewards.com. Go see the team at Bonaire Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonaireShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. Hi, it's me, Gia Peppers. Tune in to More Than That with me live this weekend or catch the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This week, I'm talking to Lisa Golobter, a renowned technology executive and entrepreneur, Sherelle Dorsey, a data journalist and strategist, and we'll hear from designer, developer, and city planner Winona Satcher. More Than That is brought to you by General Motors. Visit GM.com for more on their commitment to becoming the most inclusive company in the world. You know, the people who taught me how to code and taught me about technology and gave me scholarships, well, those were black engineers. So this idea that we weren't innovating in the space meant that somebody wasn't telling our stories. How do you actually live your values? How do you actually bring those cultural norms to bear at your organization? It's not about pledges. It's about action. It takes proactive, committed and concerted action. You always build and march for those yet unseen, for those that you might not even know. That's really what this is about. Now this is something to get excited about. 21 Days of Beauty is happening now at Ulta Beauty. Get ready to feel fresh, new, and yeah, like you again. Give your routine a glow up with daily beauty steals of 50% off the must-haves from brands like Too Faced and First Aid Beauty. And explore the newest arrivals from brands like Tarte and Benefit. Discover endless ways to feel like your best self. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Hurry! This event ends April 3rd. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 828. Richmond's Jacob Gilliard said via Instagram on Sunday that he's returning for another season of Spider Basketball just four days after the Spiders lost in the NIT quarterfinals to finish their season. He'll return for a fifth season in a Richmond uniform just 28 steals shy, breaking the NCAA Division I all-time record of 385. Four other Spiders had that same decision to make. Jake joins Bob in an hour, 9.30 here, 99.5-1027 ESPN. Opening days just three more days away for Major League Baseball. The final weekend of spring training concluded on Sunday. The Nationals defeated the Cardinals 11-3. The Braves fell to the Rays 16-5. We'll have both the Braves and Nationals in action on Thursday. It starts with Atlanta-Philadelphia at 2.30, followed by Washington-New York at 6.30. Golf yesterday, Billy Horschel defeated Scotty Scheffler to win the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play Championship 2-1. 
Sunday's race, or rain rather, forcing NASCAR to postpone its Cup Series race on the dirt at Bristol. It'll be made up today as part of a double header with the Truck Series, which begins at noon. The Cup event is slated to start at 4 o'clock. You can watch it on Fox. Mills Godwin and Henrico will make up their postponed football game this evening at 7.30. Friday's game was called off after a Cuyacasin Middle School 8th grader was killed just blocks from the school on Friday afternoon, forcing a lockdown on that campus. A check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be sunny, breezy, and cooler today with highs in the lower 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denarda. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 830. Richmond football coach Russ Huseman joins Bob next. 99.5-1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District or order online at ariannasrva.com. Hey, Richmond, I want you to know about a new project from our parent company, Urban One. They've proposed One, a world-class casino and resort that would be located right off I-95 in South Richmond. One will feature profit-sharing for employees, over 50 minority investors, and a commitment to donating $30 million to our community. On site, you'll find 12 local restaurants, a 3,000-person live music venue, world-class gaming, and over 50 acres of green space. And if selected, One will be America's only black-owned casino. But to make this happen, we need... Your voice. Please go to onecasinoresort.com. That's O N E casinoresort.com to let the city know you want one. Again, that's onecasinoresort.com. While you're there, check out our videos and click to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at One Casino Resort. Add your voice to bring the best in dining, music, and gaming to RVA. Tell Richmond you want one. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. We have fish, fried shrimp, a variety of sides, mac and cheese, collard greens, string beans, potato salad. We do pickup, call-in. You can follow us on Instagram at Pig & Brew, or you can go on our website at pigandbrew.com. Make Pig & Brew your new favorite spot, located south of the James at 1313 Hall Street. Open Wednesday and Thursday from 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 1 to 10 p.m. Check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. Now Russ Huseman has a decision to make here. He got fourth and goal at the four. It's a two-possession game. There's only 8.48 to go, and he looks like he's leaving his offense on the field. Interesting. I like it, Chris. Do I you? like it. I do. Here's why I like this, Chris. This is where you have confidence in your offense and trust in your defense. Fourth and goal from the four. Mancuso looking, looking, throwing. End zone. Touchdown. Isaac Brown with the touchdown reception from Joe Mancuso. Look at you, Coach Black. Trust in your quarterback. Trust in your offensive line. How about the time Mancuso gets there to kind of survey, go through his progressions, finds where he wants to go uh, to Isaac Brown, secures the catch right there in traffic for the big touchdown. You're right. That was a defining drive and a defining play. All right. So Chris Anderson and I had a little bit of fun in the TV booth Saturday afternoon. That was off of our television call on NBC Sports Washington. We thought we were really cool with all the emotion and the gamble of going for it on fourth down. But then Spider football coach Russ Huseman set us straight on our television postgame show uh, early Saturday evening. It was all calculated. It all had to do with the scoreboard and the math as to why he went for it. And his offense came through with the four-yard touchdown pass that kind of sealed the deal for the Spiders and a 31-17 victory over Elon. With that as a backdrop, we welcome to our Herman Allen hotline, Russ Huseman, on a Monday morning. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hi, Bob. Good. All right, go through that scenario again for me and why mathematically that was a very easy decision apparently for you to make up 24-14 with a little over half of the fourth quarter remaining in the game. 
Well, uh, my third year at Chattanooga, we lost three games, uh, 28-27. We, we had 27-14 to 14 leads. I mean, 24-14 to 14 leads. I kicked the field goal to make it 27-14 three times when we had the ball down there. And uh, it, right, you know, with an opportunity to score, we lost three games. And I said I would never do it again. I would never in the fourth quarter get stuck on 27-14 if I had the decision to get to 31. The problem you get into is, I know everybody says it's a two-score game, but it's a two-score game either way, whether you kick the field goal, you know, or, or, or whatever. I mean, it's to get to 27, you lose with two touchdowns. Um, and that's what happened to us, and, and I made the decision that the math just didn't didn't work um, to go to kick a field goal in that scenario. You know, and the other thing too is is our offense has been really good in the red zone, uh, just like you said on the call there. You know, we've we've scored we've scored touchdowns down there, and, and I had a lot of confidence in our defense. You know, if we give them the ball on a two yard line, you know, it's going to be hard for them to go ninety eight yards. Uh, so, you know, you, you kick a field goal, you kick off, they get it on the 25, 30 yard line. You know, they still got two possessions left. Uh, it just, it makes, it makes no sense to me. And, and I learned the hard way, uh, uh, you know, that that's the scenario there. And, uh, and my daughter was up, she films and, uh, she was next to the Elon guy up there in the, in the end zone or on the sideline. I can't remember, but, uh, uh, the Elon guy said he's gonna kick a field goal here, and, and my daughter said, "No, he's not. He's going for it." And <laughs> she seemed like a, she seemed really smart. But I had told her previously that I would never, uh, I would never kick the field goal anymore. And let, Father you know, let, knows obviously, best, Russ. Obviously, if it's fourth and you know if it's fourth and twelve on the twelve, you you probably do it. But you know if we got a one, two, three yard line, we're going for it. We need to put her in the TV booth with us. Also, we'll we'll sound a lot smarter moving forward. But in any event, yes, great story. Great story. Great insight. Um, so your offense backed you up and came through with the touchdown. Uh, in general terms, how would you feel about the offense, Russ? I mean, balanced, again, running the football 192 yards. And I don't know, you what, had half a dozen receivers that had multiple catches over 250 yards passing. Let's talk offensive football first and where you think the offensive uh, unit is after the first three games. I think they're doing a nice job. Um, the one thing I like is is our offensive line uh, is they're playing physical. Um, you know they're they're getting movement up front. We're able to run the ball. Um, you know we haven't had a hundred yard back yet, but if you think about it now, you know each time between the two tailbacks, you know we would have 130, 140 yards every time, and then the quarterback adds you know another fifty or sixty. So. Um, you know, using those two backs and, and keeping them fresh and, you know, getting them 60, 70 yards each. Um, you know, if, if you if you had a tailback run the ball 18 times for 130, you'd be all slapping him on the back. We just have two guys, you know, running it 18 to 20 times and, you know, for 130 yards. So I think our offense has been really effective, but it, it starts with our offensive line. I think Coach Ross is doing a great job with those guys. Our tight ends are blocking really, really well. And the good thing is our receivers are blocking better than they have in the last few years here. And they're, and they're, they're working hard, uh, you know, to get blocks downfield, to get, you know, hats on people. So been pleased with that. I've been pleased with the balance uh, offensively. Russ, before I move to the defense, I know it's only been 36 hours since the end of the game, but any early week update on the two guys who went out with injuries in the game Saturday, running back Aaron Dykes or wide receiver Leroy Henley? Yeah, they think they'll both be ready this week. Um, both sprained ankles. They both got uh, looked at uh, with uh, X-ray or MR or whatever, and, and there's no issues in there. It's just a sprain. Uh, I think um, – uh, you know, I think Aaron may be a little bit further than, than Leroy, but I think they'll both play. That is certainly good news. Uh, good play again by the defense. Uh, what, four quarterback sacks, 11 tackles for loss. Tristan Wheeler gets himself a career-high 14 tackles. Uh, thoughts on the defense, Russ, particularly against the run again, just suffocating. 
Yeah, I mean, we're pretty disruptive. Our front four are, are doing a great job of, of, you know, really taking care of the line of scrimmage and giving our linebackers a chance to, to go make plays. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the front six and even our wheel linebacker um, in the run game have been really good, uh, fitting gaps correctly, um, you know, and making making plays. We had opportunities to make plays, so I've been pleased with with how we're we're fitting the run game. Now, obviously, this week, I mean, we better be brilliant because they can run the football. They're physical up front, and you know they got some tremendous running backs. So, uh, you know, this this will be a huge test for us this week. Russ, I don't know if this was the game plan of Elon or if it came about because they fell behind 14 nothing and felt like they had to go to the air, but uh, they did throw, what, over 30 passes, 32, 33 passes. Um, the defensive secondary, talented but inexperienced. Is that something you saw Saturday, and is it something you may see moving forward? The teams are going to see what you just said. The front seven, really good. Let's go after the secondary. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> – the two of their throw, two of their pass plays for touchdowns. Uh, you know, we're in you know a defense that really should be fine, and we should have the ability to make the plays there. And you know, we just took a couple bad angles. Um, you know, in those two scenarios, I don't think our technique was tremendous in either scenario. Whether it was what the what, with what the corner did, um, you know, to to, to kind of hang the safety out a little bit. You know, we got to button that up. We got to be better. Um, you know, as, as we, you know, we got to get better in technique. I, I don't think it has anything to do with athletic ability, but, um, you know, those two plays were, were pretty uh, disappointing, but, um, you know, we know we've got pretty good players there that can make plays. We just got to make sure as coaches, uh, you know, our technique is buttoned up and, and, you know, it's not just, it's not just one guy. And, you know, sometimes it looks like, Oh gosh, that guy just made it. Well, you know, whether the corner or the linebacker rerouted them or, or whatever it was, there's a lot more to it. But the bottom line is when we get to that position, whether they catch the ball or not, we got to get them on the ground at that point. Catching up with Russ Huseman, Richmond football coach, joining us on the Herman Allen Hotline here on the Sports Huddle, 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM. ESPN. I want to go back to Tristan Wheeler for a moment, Russ. I mentioned at the outset, career-high 14 tackles. It seemed like we called his name more often than not on virtually every special team tackle on Saturday. Here's a front-line defensive guy leading your charges on special teams. I know that's a way of life in FCS football, but I thought he was really a standout, even on special teams, as well as from his linebacking position. Yeah, he had four tackles on kickoff cover, uh, which is, and we, and, and, you know, we kicked it off, and one, we kicked into the end zone. So, um, I think everyone that got returned on the kickoff, he made the tackle on. You know, it was, it, it was kind of funny, too, because he takes pride in it. Uh, we got Phil O'Connor, um, who plays the same position on the other side of the kickoff cover, and, you know, we'll kick it either right or left. Uh, you know, based on what we're thinking there. And, and uh, we had kicked it, Tristan's on the right side. We had kicked to the right side. He made a couple plays because uh, they came up to him. And and I knew he had gotten a little bit of a stinger here. And so I said, I, I said, we're going to go, we're going to kick it this way. Phil, now, now it's, you know, it's your turn. And, and Tristan said, no, coach, don't do it, man. I want another one here. And But I did. And they actually brought it back to the field. And Tristan made the play, so it was it was you know. But those guys take pride in it, and that's why Tristan's such a a good player, a good teammate. He takes pride in everything he does, uh, whether it's special teams. Um, you know, he actually came in. Now he's, he was the middle back on punt team when when Dykes went down. Um, the kid, the kid's a special player, and and uh, and I mean, just a, a joy to be around every day. He loves the game. Yeah, you can see it. Every snap that he's out there, he goes full throttle. There's no doubt, no doubt about that. Career high 14 tackles for Tristan Wheeler on Saturday. All right, quick thought on JMU, a team obviously familiar with. Uh, but, and I asked this question too, Russ. I think you had mentioned this that before the game got postponed last week with JMU, you'd gotten a couple days of prep in on the Duke. So, where are you as we speak on a Monday morning? Normally, we won't talk too much about the next opponent because it is so early in the week and the game plan still being formulated. 
it, but where are you in putting that together with JMU? Because you probably did have a couple of days to prepare for them before the postponed game. Yeah, I mean, a little bit on Sunday, um, mostly Sunday as we're buttoning up the previous game, and we go out there and, and make corrections out on the field. They left and do all that. But we actually did have all day Monday uh, leading up to that game, you know, to game plan them to kind of get our, our ducks in a row and start that process. So, you know, yes, we do have a, an extra day um, uh, where we had prep time. Um, but, but you know, they they got a good football team. Um, they're well coached, um, tremendous athletes. Uh, and, and, I mean, it, it, it'll be a big test. Our kids are going to have to prepare and practice really hard and prepare really hard and uh but i like our team too so mm-hmm. i think we got some good players and um uh you know hopefully it's a great football game and and uh you know we can come out on top on this thing not that you needed anything else to grab more attention when it's richmond jmu but the way they bounce back and i mean you've probably broken it down already i haven't looked too much at it but just by the score and the the win over william and mary uh we have seen teams coming back from long COVID pauses it's tough for us it's it's hard to do no matter what sport it is and it looked like jmu and i know william and mary was missing a couple of guys uh it looked like jmu kind of picked up where they left off even before the pause didn't it amazing i i i I never thought they would look that good coming off a two week pause like that. Um, you know, and, and what people don't realize, you go on the pause and whether you're able to play on a week, uh, on a Saturday or not, but people don't realize what affects you leading up to that game day. You know, who can practice, how many days of practice they've gotten in. Um, you know, in the, they're, they're in quarantine for 14 days. So now they're they're not in very good shape, and for James Madison to come in come into William and Mary and look that good uh, was a credit to them and their coaching staff. I mean, it was uh, it was a, it was a, it was a great effort by them, and to come off a pause and to do that was was really uh, something special there. Should be a special Saturday at Robin Stadium, Richmond, and JMU. We'll kick it out. I know you're happy about the game time, right? High noon kick for this game as opposed to that 4 o'clock last week, right? You won't have to wait around all day. Yeah, yeah, I like the noon kicks a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I see your show coming up, man. You got a good show. You got stuck with me this morning, but you got the, you got the, uh, the big hitters coming up after me today. <laughs> No, you're oh, one of those man. big hitters. You, you can't no, you, you, you no, can't no, win no. the I game without that. a good leadoff hitter, Ross. You got to have a good leadoff hitter. <laughs> you got the power hitters coming yeah. up here pretty soon. I saw that lineup, man. Great lineup today. All right. Well, you tune in, Ross. You do that, <laughs> and we'll talk All about right. it. We'll talk about it later in the week. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. All right. See you, Bob. <laughs> Russ Huseman. Hey, if you don't want to trust me or Mitchell Bradley, trust Russ Huseman. we got great guests coming up today. I should have asked him which one specifically he was most interested in, whether it would be Parney or probably Jacob Gilliard, I would think, as we talk about him returning to Richmond. Or maybe it was Matt Josephs. I don't know. Matt's coming up with border-to-border preview at 945 as well. All right, in any event, uh, Russ Huseman obviously feeling pretty good about the way things played out Saturday, and now they'll focus back in, certainly, uh, for the game against JMU. We'll break that game down a lot more as we move along uh, this week. So appreciate Russ Huseman. He joins us each and every Monday at 8.30 during the spring college football season on our Herman Allen Hotline, brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. You can give him a call at 804-746-5853, online at Com. Take a time out, 848, Monday morning, Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027, ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This update is brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, authentic North Carolina-style barbecue located south of the James, 1313 Hull Street, or online at pigandbrew.com. This traffic update is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. The good news is this wreck on 95 northbound as you're making your way back up toward the downtown expressway. It's been cleared. Still a little bit busy, though, back through Bells Road. A crash on Laverna Avenue with Eubank causing some issues. And let's have heads up for an accident on 14th Street at Broad. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. 
If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. You ever lie awake at night, can't sleep, not wanting to see what time it is, because that's just going to keep you up? Tonight, try Zequil Pure Z's all night. Unlike other sleep aids, our extended-release melatonin helps you fall asleep naturally and then slowly releases so you stay asleep longer through the night. It's non-habit-forming with no next-day grogginess. Zequil Pure Z's all night, so you can fall asleep and stay asleep. Available at retailers near you. I look at it every single day, and I'm in awe. That's Tracy talking about her amazing diamond ring from Diamonds Direct. Better than anything I could ever imagine. Just fantastic. The biggest compliment is everybody says I've never seen anything like it. And the shopping experience at Diamonds Direct? Very laid back. Not one time did we feel like we were being pressured. Not one time did we feel like we were being asked to extend a budget we did not have. In fact, it was almost the opposite. Like, we completely respect the budget that you guys have. Let us see if we can make something work. And how about the free service for life at Diamonds Direct? I come back about once a month, and I have them clean it, redip it, so it's all shiny and new. And they will clean it every day if I walked in here every day. They're fantastic. These days, Tracy walks around with Diamonds Direct business cards in her purse. I hand them to strangers. When people say, where did you get that? I go, here, this is where I got it. And they always go, oh, I hear the ads, but I've never been in there. I'm like, go in. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. There's nothing like this anywhere else that I've seen. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Proud sponsor of UVA Athletics and Short Pump. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Experience amazing during the invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. People spent more time than ever on their lawns last year. At Virginia Green, we've seen lawns used as home offices, hair salons, even movie theaters. Hey, can you pass the popcorn? Shh. It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh. Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Virginia Army National Guard. Aired by the Virginia Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Of course, we have everything you need to take on that oil change. It's easier than you think. Right now, you can get five quarts of Mobile One synthetic high-mileage motor oil, an STP air filter, and an STP extended life oil filter for just $36.99. And you can get it all fast, your way. Just order online with our free same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Getting your job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The people who care at Wilson's Towing in Williamsburg would like to take this special time out to recognize and salute the men and women in uniform who are standing tall for our political and economic freedom around the globe. Let's remember them in our thoughts, prayers, and letters from home. That message has been brought to you by your good friends at Wilson's Towing, where they say service isn't just a courtesy, it's a commitment. For more information, call 757-565-2516. Once again, that number is 757-565-2516 for Wilson's Towing in Williamsburg. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane and a technology team. Experience amazing during the invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. The ESPN Richmond guest hotline is sponsored by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, an authorized Lennox dealer online at hermanallenplumbing.com. 
want to get back to the March madness, emphasizing the word madness and first syllable mad in that. Just a little behind the scenes for you. We got a couple minutes before the top of the hour. So Mitchell and I every morning discuss what we're going to put on that opening salvo to everybody over the music, the soundbite, the play-by-play, whatever it might be. And I figured this was a pretty obvious one this morning, and I was like, hey, Mitchell, let's put a play-by-play soundbite from the Alabama-UCLA game. That was the great game of the weekend. And Mitchell, in a very surly voice, says, it wasn't such a great game for me. Why is that, Mitchell? (laughs) Because I'm losing money, Bob. It's costing me money. What happened? I had the over-under last night. And I'm texting Matt. I'm crunching numbers. I'm looking at the UCLA game. And I was like, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to make it to 134 points. <laughs> and sure enough, I took the under. And that three-pointer at the end did me in. I mean, could we not make a, a, a field goal or a free throw at any point <laughs> to uh, salvage an overtime? So I'm texting Matt. And I said, uh, over-under, is that include overtime? And he said, yes. And at that point, I knew I was uh, done for the night. So... <laughs> So you were the only one outside of the UCLA people, probably that was unhappy about the overtime. Probably right? so. So I had, well, uh, yeah, I had a USC to uh, win outright, which they did. So yeah, so the one three pointer then cost me thirty five dollars last night. So oh, I, I was no. I was not thrilled. So you're not taking me to lunch this week because you don't have the thirty. I'm gonna have bucks. to make it up somehow or another. So uh, maybe tonight. Maybe <laughs> ah, tonight. You're, you're right back at it tonight, huh? Uh, somehow or another. Like you said, I'm playing with house money, so I really got nothing to lose. But still, just the fact knowing what could have been, just you make one one basket, one free throw could have made all the difference in the world. All our betters out there are laughing right now. It's like, it's like what they do on a daily basis. I'm sure Matt. As Joseph, they should be. Yes, I'm sure Matt, and I'm sure you weren't alone either. That went oh when when reset the three pointer. I'm sure. But I'm curious how many more people like me have been more drawn into the. Otherwise, I would have cared less to watch last night. Alabama and the UCLA means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like I have no connection, but it really uh, drawed me into the game and had me watching. Uh, I kind of got started in the second half, but it kept me there till the very end. Nope, that's the whole deal with that, is that you become interested in games that you otherwise had no interest in. It's like when when fantasy sports first started, when fantasy football first started, right? You didn't have any interest in a certain game, but of course you watched it because your players were... You wanted to see your player, yep. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And I know, you're playing with house money, but you don't like to lose, do no, you? No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> that, that $10 I spent, I mean, I could have spent it somewhere else. Yes, you could have. But I really would have liked to have that $35, so. Well, but you're back, you're getting back up on the horse tonight, right? I'm, I'm, we'll see, I, you know. Yeah. I, I felt really good last night. I felt really good till about two seconds was left in that game. It was a dagger. It that really was. It was a dagger. That's what it's all about, though. You're a living example of, of what it's all about and, and the fun that people can have with it, especially now that it's legal and obviously still it needed to be a game and we don't have any teams left so it didn't matter but it couldn't have been a virginia team in that case that you could have bet on because that part is still you're not able to do here in the commonwealth so you had two teams you didn't care anything about from entire different states regions of the country and there you are glued to your team i was so proud of myself too i mean it was way under the under too i'm like counting you know 13 minutes left they scored this many points it's gonna be tough for them to score so many more points and yeah overtime did me in five extra minutes oh the rest of us love the overtime. I'm you sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> Who had no monetary interest in the game. So, anyway. All right. Good stuff. 8.58. Let's get the top of the hour break. Mitchell will have the Sports Center update at the top of the hour. And then hour two of the Sports Center coming up. we got all sorts of guests coming for you. So, we're going to try and stay as close to on time as we possibly can. 8.58. Monday morning. Sports Huddle. Thank you for joining us. 99.5. 1027 ESPN. BetMGM makes March matchups even more exciting with a special offer for new customers. Hi, I'm Matt Joseph. Sign up today for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on any college tournament game. And if a three-point shot is made in any game that day, you win regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code MattJ100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Experience the college hoopla like never before with the King of Sportsbooks, innovative parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code MATTJ100 to win $100 in free bets if any college team hits a three-point shot. BetMGM is the place to bet with confidence on your favorite sports all year long. New customer offer. 
paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Luck Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuckChevrolet.com. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on CentOS. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies. Inspect your fire protection systems and devices. Hygienically launder your uniforms. And keep you well-stocked with the 